Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. It's great to have you with us today, whether you're a member at Parker Ford or joining us online. Welcome as we continue our journey, uh, midweek teaching series through spiritual formation practices. We've called this series Reflections on Spiritual Formation because what we're doing each week is looking at different paradigms and different concepts of the spiritual journey and specifically um, rhythms of spiritual formation, ideas around spiritual formation. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the concept of orientation, disorientation, and reorientation, which is a process that all of us go through whether or not we're aware of it in life. Before we get into today, to today's teaching, join me in prayer and let's invite the Lord to do a work in our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and your provision. We thank you that even as we are broken consistently, even as we fall short consistently, even though we make a mess of things over and over and over again, um, your love and mercy and faithfulness are new every morning, and you continually and faithfully reach out to us and reorient us in you. And that is an amazing work of God in our lives. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're, we're tracking with uh, different common concepts and big ideas um, in spiritual formation. And so I'll be, uh, throughout this series, I'm referencing some of uh, the key thinkers um, when it comes to spiritual formation, both historically as well as in the last couple generations. Today, um, today, a lot of my thoughts have been influenced by Pete Scazzaro. And Pete Scazzaro is a pastor from New York City who has been ministering for a long, long time, many decades in, um, in New York, right in the heart of the city. And Pete Scazzaro's got an awesome testimony um, of the way that God has formed him. And he has a podcast I listen to regularly called the Emotionally Healthy Leader Podcast. And so if you're in leadership in any capacity, whether spiritually or in your family or in business, uh, that is a great resource to listen to. Um, how to be a healthy leader. He's also written a number of uh, really helpful books on spiritual formation, including The Emotionally Healthy uh, Spirituality and The Emotionally Healthy Leader. So that's Pete Scazzaro. And I heard him give a, um, a sermon on this. I've, I've heard about this topic and read about this topic um, previously, but I heard him recently give a sermon on this from a number of years ago that he put on his podcast, and it just encouraged me to include this concept um, in our spiritual formation series because it's so helpful. So the idea is orientation, disorientation, reorientation. Every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what culture you're in, no matter where you live or what time or what your life is like, each of us go through a process of orientation, disorientation, and reorientation. And in fact, we see that happen throughout the entire scriptures uh, to various people as well as the entire biblical narrative in many ways is the original design of God, the orientation that God designed in the garden with Adam and Eve, the disorientation that happens because of the fall and the flood narrative um, and, and all of the chaos uh, of the Tower of Babel and all the sin entering the world. That's the disorientation. And then the reorientation process that happens through God's covenants and is um, shown most beautifully and explicitly through the covenant, the new covenant that comes through Jesus Christ. So the people of God throughout the scriptures go through an orientation, disorientation, reorientation process, but each of us go through that same process individually. And I think every marriage goes through that. Every parenting relationship goes through us. You know, when you first get married, there's this beautiful orientation that, that happens. You're, there's, you're infatuated with one another. You're obsessed with one another. You can't get enough of one another. And then at some point, 
there's a waking up to the reality of one another's brokenness. And there's a disorienting process that, that takes place. And the question is, is are you as a couple going to be reoriented in your relationship? Are you going to become something new out of the brokenness? This happens in friendships. This happens in all sorts of business partnerships. This happens in your relationship with, with um, your closest friends as well as with your children or your parents. There's an orientation, there's an inevitable disorientation, and then there's the invitation into reorientation. So orientation, disorientation, reorientation. This is a key concept in spiritual formation. Let's look at the biblical narrative uh, quickly. In the beginning, it says God created the heavens and the earth. This is the orientation of God. He created it, and he created it with a design. He formed it with a purpose. Jeremiah 1 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So God has an orientation. And he's speaking specifically and individually to Jeremiah. But this applies to us too. Before we were formed, God knew us. As we were being formed, he was orienting us. He gave us specific gifts, specific personalities. He gave us a specific context into which we're born. We were oriented by the choice of God. No one else could choose that. No one else could design us. No one could else, no one else could make us come into being. Only God does that initial orienting work in our lives. But then inevitably, all of us experience disorientation and it happens for the people of God too. It says in Genesis chapter 3, verse 22, Then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now lest he reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man and at the east of the garden of Eden he placed the cherubim and the flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. This happened to Adam and Eve but it happens to all of us as we sin and fall short, as we take of the fruit and eat it, as we partake in, um, in sin and in brokenness, there's a disorientation that takes place and there's repercussions to that um, that are costly. In Romans chapter 3, the apostle writes, What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all, for we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. Not even one humanity as a whole, from top to bottom, every person has partaken in the disorienting process of rebellion against God. Sin leads to disorientation through banishment from the garden. Adam and Eve kept out of the garden by the flaming sword. It leads to disorientation for the people of God through the destruction of the temple. They had an orientation. Their entire nation was built around the temple, around the sacrificial system, around the celebrations, the yearly celebrations, around the sacrifices, around the high priest, around the king who served in the same city uh, where, where the temple was, and the temple was destroyed. And there's a disorientation for the people of God. Um, sin leads to disorientation through exile for the, from the land for the people of God. It leads to disorientation through separation from God. But God does not leave us eternally in a state of disorientation. He reaches out to us in our brokenness and invites us to be reoriented and reformed and transformed by his very presence through the new covenant of Jesus. So in Genesis 3, 
It says, and the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them. This is their new reorientation. Their initial orientation was they were naked and unashamed. In their disorientation, they were naked, they realized their nudity, and they were ashamed. And then their reorientation is that God provides for them and covers their shame. And he does the same for us. Jeremiah 29, it says, this is talking about the people living in exile after they've been disoriented and taken into captivity by the Babylonians. It says, for thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. One of the most famous verses in the Bible. He says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you and you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. God is reorienting the people not around a temple sacrificial system but around his very personhood, his very presence which once again will be revealed to them through the person of Jesus. And for you and I today, all have sinned, all have fallen short of the glory of God. We read that verse a few moments ago in Romans 3, but then just a few verses later, Paul talks about our reorientation in Christ. He says in verse 21 of Romans chapter 3, But now the righteousness of God has been made manifest apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are being justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he has passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. We are reoriented. Though we are a people of sin, of unclean lips, though our hearts are wicked and deceitful, though we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God through Jesus Christ, we are invited into a new reorientation where our lives become about the kingdom of God and become about the gospel of his kingdom, the good news of Jesus Christ. We are reoriented in him. Whether or not you've been aware of it, you, have, you yourself have been through a process of orientation, disorientation, and you've been invited through Christ in your spiritual journey, in your spiritual formative process to be reoriented around him. And this doesn't just happen once in life. As you can imagine, this happens over and over again as we continue to be formed and continue to grow. So I want to invite you to reflect on the following questions when you think about these concepts. Which stage of formation do you think you are currently in? Are you in a process of orientation, disorientation, or reorientation currently in this season of life? Have you experienced disorientation in your own life? Have you experienced what it's like to be disoriented from what you thought things were going to be like? Are you currently in a season of disorientation? Part of the process of being reoriented is recognizing with honesty the disorientation that's taken place. And is there a reorienting work of God currently taking place in your life? How might the Spirit of God be reorienting you and reforming you in the season of your life? I hope that this concept has been encouraging to you as much as it has been to me. This has been a very helpful paradigm and concept in my own life, and I pray it's a blessing to you. I hope you have a great day. Go with God.